Hey everyone, this is Ruth L. Snyder joining you from Get Clients, Build Community. Today, I want to talk to you about how to use the five senses in your writing. Get Clients, Build Community is on a mission. Our mission is to bring inspiration and innovation to authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs around the world. Get Clients, Build Community would like to introduce some of our services. We offer coaching packages, individual coaching or group coaching to help you get from dream to done. We also offer courses from book idea to first draft in 30 days, five day challenge and program, turn Twitter into your lead generation machine using Twitter Spaces. Professional book formatting, providing you with publisher-ready files. Personalized marketing plan, a powerful plan to get clients and build community that suits your personality. We strive for excellence in everything we do, and it shows. If you're looking to write, publish, and or profit from your books, we can help. Thanks for joining me today. As I mentioned, I want to talk to you today about how to use your five senses in your writing. And you may wonder why do I need to think about using my five senses? I really encourage you to use your five senses because it will draw your readers into your experience. They will come along with you. They will feel what you feel. They will smell what you smell. They will taste what you taste. They will be with you and want to know what's coming next. You have heard show, don't tell. And that's exactly why you need to use your five senses. So I want you to think about your favorite snack. I'm going to use carrots to start with as an example. So if I'm going to talk about carrots, first, I'm going to describe how they look. So of course I can use color. They're usually orange. I can use shape. They may be baby carrots, so they may be small or they may be really long. It may be a big carrot that I grew in my garden and is extra long. They may be bumpy or smooth. They may have a funny, I've seen heart-shaped carrots. I've seen carrots that have different roots coming out of them. That will all help somebody to see the carrot. And maybe I will describe if I'm talking about pulling it out of my garden, maybe I'll describe the position that it is in. Is it stuck? Is it broken? Is it slanted? Is it laying on the ground? And if it's laying on the ground, then it probably doesn't have the moisture that it used to have. And so it might appear wilted. Then I can describe how it feels. If it's wilted, it's going to feel soft and squishy, right? If it's the way carrots are supposed to be when we want to eat them, it's going to be hard and crunchy. 
I may want to describe how I feel about carrots. Am I eating carrots because I know they're good for me? And so I'm kind of eating them begrudgingly? Or do I really enjoy carrots? Do they make me feel happy? Do they make me feel sad? Do carrots help me remember something about growing a garden or spending time with a specific person? Or maybe when I was growing up, my mom cooked carrots and I hated them when they were mushy. And so it, it's a bad memory for me. I don't know what carrots evoke in you, but describe it. Describe how it tastes. Is the carrot full of flavor? Is it, I mean, often for carrots, if, if they're fresh, we will use dip with them. So then you can also describe the taste of the dip. Is it cucumber dip? Is it ranch? Is it spicy? Is it salty? There's lots of different words that we can use when we are describing how things taste. And then we can also describe how something smells. Maybe it smells earthy if we have just pulled the carrot out of the garden. Maybe it smells rotten if it's been sitting in the fridge too long. Maybe it, it doesn't really have a smell. So that's something that we'll skip over. But think about how things smell to you. Are they a pleasant aroma or is it a stench? Even perfume can have various aromas, right? We have walked by somebody who has beautiful perfume on and we are attracted to that. And we've also walked by somebody who smells like they've had a shower in that perfume and it just, it's almost, it, it's overpowering and unpleasant. It's almost a stench. So think about those things when you describe how something smells. And of course, we can also use our sense of hearing. So when we talk about sound, we can use words that describe pitch or frequency or intensity. So when I'm eating my carrot, does it crunch when I bite it? Maybe I have weak teeth and my, te my teeth break when I bite on the carrot. There's lots to describe there. Maybe it's painful in my mouth because my tooth is broken. Maybe we can think about, you know, is, is the person chomping on the carrot, chewing quickly because they're irritated about something? Are they gnawing on the carrot because it's a big carrot and they just enjoy the texture and the flavor of the carrot? So <laughs> you can see, I just used one small example of a carrot, how it looks, how it feels, how it tastes, how it smells, how it sounds. Maybe your favorite snack is potato chips. 
There's lots to describe there too, isn't there? How do they look? Are they shaped in an oval? Are they crunched up into little pieces because somebody sat on the potato chip bag? How do chips make you feel? Do they make you feel full, satisfied? Or do they increase your hunger pangs and make you want more? We have heard that it's very difficult to eat one potato chip and I think that's true for me. How does it taste? Is it salty? Maybe it's um, salt and vinegar chips. They have a zing to them, don't they? Or maybe dill pickle chips or ketchup. Each of those have a different flavor and we can describe wh whether it's bitter or sweet, whether it's spicy. We can describe how it feels in our mouth as well when we are chewing on those potato chips. We can also describe how potato chips smell. Is it a pleasant smell? Is it something that makes us want to eat more? Usually it is. But there are people that leave chips laying around for too long and get sick because they eat them. Then when they smell them again, that will not be a pleasant smell to them. How does it sound when you're eating your potato chips? Do you put it in your mouth and close your lips before you chew? Or do you enjoy the loud crunch that it makes? Are you eating the potato chips by, by yourself? Or are you sitting in a room full of people and making them envious of you while you're crunching on your potato chips? You can have a lot of fun with this, as you can tell. And not every scene will be described in great detail, but you do need to describe most of your scenes in detail so that you do pull your reader along with you. And these are things that you can use whether you are writing fiction or nonfiction, because even in nonfiction, we tell stories and we want our readers engaged and interested in what we're saying. One tip that was passed on to me many years ago was after you write your description, take five different highlighters and go through your writing and use a different highlighter for each sense. So maybe you're going to use pink for how it looks and green for how it feels and blue for how it tastes and orange for how it smells and purple for how it sounds. Highlight each of the descriptions and each of the senses with a different color. And then you can go back and you can see where you need to work. Do, you, do I need to describe sounds more? Or do I need to describe feelings more? And this will make your writing much stronger and pull your reader in and make them really want to learn about you and your writing and what you're writing about. So make sure you show, you don't tell, describe how it looks, describe how it feels, describe how it tastes, describe how it smells, and describe how it sounds. I look forward to 
reading what you write and experiencing it with you. Have a great day. I will see you next time. And if you have a question about writing or publishing or marketing, let me know so I can talk to you about it and help you out. Thanks. Thanks for joining me today. I hope that you found the content helpful. And if you want to think about next steps in your journey, I would like you to join me in a free coaching call. We can meet for 30 minutes and discuss what you found helpful and where you are feeling stuck. I help entrepreneurs write, publish, and profit from their books. And so if you are in any stage of that journey, whether you're just thinking about a book or you are in the middle of writing a book or you are publishing a book or working on marketing your book, I would love to join you. You'll find the link below. I look forward to talking with you.